Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Today we have part two of the homeschooling movement with Kevin Swanson. Did you know that children who are schooled at home are 14 times more likely to get involved in politics? You're gonna love this. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. But today we have part two of our newsmaking interview with homeschool educator Kevin Swanson, who is director of Christian Home Educators of Colorado, longtime leader in the movement. Kevin, welcome back to the program. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. It's great to be here and talking about something that God's doing across this nation. It's amazing. It's so amazing. homeschooling is the tip of the spear. I mean, these there's three million American children now who've been taken out of public schools and are being trained at home by their parents. Yesterday we talked about how academically they turn out smarter. They get higher SAT scores, they get higher ACT scores, higher college admittance rates, and as freshmen in college they have higher GPAs. Who would have thought that training a child at home is you get a better academic result but also a better character result and now we're learning about uh, politics. Talk about there's this a uh, Canadian who just won a seat in the mm -hmm. provincial parliament in Ontario. Mm -hmm. Sam Osterhoff uh, won the seat. He's, I think, 19 years old. Homeschool graduate up in Ontario wins a seat in the parliament. And not unusual. Uh, there are stories like that that are coming out to right and left. There was a study done about five years ago called Homeschooling Grows Up. And Dr. Brian Ray officiated the study, and he found that homeschool graduates were 14 times more likely to be involved in politics than their counterpart graduates from public and private schools. That's significant, 14 times more likely. That means, that means if homeschoolers make up three, 4% of the population, they could be the majority of movers and shakers in the political realm over the next 20 years. And it's amazing, amazing what God is doing through these homeschoolers who just want to get engaged. They want to get involved. They learn things and then they run out into the world and they want to life apply the things they've learned. And, and if the parent wants not just a, a smart kid academically, but a moral kid who follows Christ, who believes the Bible, who understands the social dynamics, uh, and actually goes out volunteering for other candidates, maybe knocking on doors or making phone calls, volunteering to help change the political culture, you're saying that homeschooling is the tip of the spear politically to help redeem American society from the liberal or pro-homosexual or crazy values that the left is forcing on public school kids. Right, and we find that homeschoolers are much more likely to have a biblical outlook on things. They're, they're more likely to maintain the parents' faith in Christ from generation on to generation. They're being discipled in the Word of God. They're, they're learning to love Jesus, and they want to be out there for Jesus uh, wherever <coughs> God takes them in terms of their callings. So, yeah, I, homeschooling is, is producing some amazing results already now. It's a young movement, so we haven't seen the the full impact. I think we'll see it in the next 10 years though. So on yesterday's show, we give a very brief outline of the seven reasons that people should homeschool mm -hmm. their kids. And the first reason was 
academic reasons. That's right. And within that, there are seven different factors that cause greater academic success. We outline the first four factors, reasons kids become smarter having been homeschooled, but now we're up to factor number five. Talk about this. That's right, factor number five is life integrated education. And you know, that's an extremely powerful form of education. It ties into why homeschoolers can be some of the most life relevant and creative and innovative uh, uh, participants in the the marketplace or in politics or these other areas of life uh, the Bible says be doers of the word and not hearers only that means you know you can't just be hearing the word and 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 reading about things they can't just be theory there has to be application uh, we have to receive the knowledge and apply that knowledge and let me give you an example uh, a couple of years ago my daughter was a little bit younger Emily she uh, we were thinking about her education and my wife and I were getting ready for bed my wife said oh Emily forgot to do her grammar today and it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm thinking should we get Emily out of bed to do her grammar or and I said, why, why was Emily not doing her grammar today? And my wife said, well, she was writing a letter to grandma. And I got to thinking, why, why do we study grammar? So you can write a letter to grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just that we don't think that way right. in terms of education in school. What you do is you go to school and you learn grammar for 12 years. And then finally, when you graduate, you finally get an opportunity to life apply yeah. the things that you have learned in school. But it's boring. Yeah. The whole way is boring. It's like learning how to ride a bike by studying bikeology for 12 years. And then finally, you get a bike. That's right. You get, a, get on the bike. You're like, okay, now I can apply bikeology after taking bike 101, bike 102, bike 103. See, that's the problem with education. But homeschooling, so is, homeschooling is hands-on. You're applying yes. it immediately. Yes. You're not just learning theory in the classroom as they would in public school. That's right, that's right. It's not the boring 2D experience in a classroom. What is life? Is life school? Do you, are you in school all the time? Is school just what I'm life is learning. all about? I'm still well, learning. Well, we're learning, but life is the application of the learning into family life civic life, politics, church, work. You see, education tends to be out on an island, but we want our children you know, involved in family economies. We want them involved in politics. One example. We want them involved you, in church and ministry. Your five kids are all homeschooled, but yes. they're also busy in your all family. All the time. Your family businesses. Chaps, all the time. It's amazing. Our family is buzzing with, yes, academics. We do that three, four hours a day. But wow, the rest of the time we're applying things. We've got ministry going on, we've got businesses, we're raising Huskies, we're doing book publication, we're doing radio broadcasting, and all my kids are involved. Every one of my kids have been involved in all these different aspects. We, we take them down to abortion clinics. Sometimes once a week, we've done that for a year or two or three at a time. To do protesting. To, to protest, but also to reach out and to evangelize. But see, you say, well, now, wait a minute. You're doing that on every Friday at 11 o'clock? You can't do that if you attend public schools. Wow. You follow me? Right. So there's all this application. If you want to just go to the Grand Canyon, in the middle of one of the producers was talking about, yeah, we homeschooled, and we just wanted to go to the Grand Canyon in the middle of uh, September, and we did it. You want to take your kids hunting for a week at, in the middle of October. You know, what? what is it? Hunting season is October, isn't it? I guess. You just want to take off, do some hunting, and learn biology 101 in the field. 
Right, right. You do it. We were just doing that with our kids two, two, two three weeks ago, not, and we came back with a 300 pounds of elk meat. You're not dissecting frogs in a laboratory. You're dissecting an elk you're in the field. That's right. That's gonna, home education. It's we're beautiful. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, factor six is all about enthusiasm. You can tell he, he lives what he talks about. <laughs> Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. You know, people ask me, chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Firebox. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Kevin Swanson, Director of Christian Home Educators of Colorado. But this is a national movement in all 50 states, three million children now being trained at home by their parents. Uh, this creates a better academic success rate, as you've demonstrated with statistics and studies. Yes. Uh, and there are seven factors. We're up to factor number six of why this is better for academics. Well, 40 percentile points above the national average for homeschoolers. That's significant. That's huge. Why are they doing so well? That's the point, and that's the reason we're going over these factors. And if, if, if we find that they're successful, we're just simply asking the question, why success? And I think enthusiasm for learning, which is factor number six, very important, very important. A lot of parents really do enjoy the adventure of learning. And so many parents will tell you that they've learned so much more in their homeschooling of their own children than they did in their PhD programs or master's programs. Really? Or, or bachelor's programs. Oh yes, you hear this all the time. It's something about the adventure of learning. The, the Word of God in Proverbs chapter 25 says it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the honor of kings to find it out. And so there has to be something of a discovery involved in learning. There has to be something for the teacher as well as the student. And so I think if we create that adventure 
And we get out of the 2D book. We don't just do the theory, but we actually get out and life applies. We've talked about. We tend to get enthusiastic. We find a reason for it. We find a purpose for learning. You've got to have purpose. Think about it. If there's no purpose for, for learning these math facts, if there's no purpose, it's not going to do anything for us, then your kids are going to be bored. They won't be enthusiastic. So enthusiasm for learning is big time important. Uh, but perhaps we should hit factor number seven, which okay. has shown up on so many uh, reports. Uh, there was a Homeschool Legal Defense Association report uh, called the Rudner Report we talked about. But television was a very, very big part of it. It turns out that, uh, that a huge percentage of homeschoolers barely watch any television at all. Uh, they're just disconnected from the media. And I think this is huge. Chaps, I think it's important. I think we need to remember that culture, mass culture, has been detrimental to our kids. And, and it has been detrimental, not just to their spiritual preparation, but also to their academic preparation. And what we encourage families to do is to read. Read. You find that just reading, simply reading. Limiting television and reading, and reading the Word of God, reading the Bible, reading good books, finding the very best books, uh, hopefully books written by Christians, uh, will be the best way to inculcate Christian values, first and foremost, but also teach them to enjoy reading. You get to the point where they enjoy reading, guess what happens? They enjoy learning. Right. Powerful. Friends, these are some of those powerful factors in the education of children you'll find anywhere. And, and that, that is one-on-one -on -one instruction, preeminence of character, focusing on character, focusing on character, remembering this is discipleship, more discipleship than education. And uh, of course, life integration, enthusiasm for learning. And that and reading. reading skill is, is why so many homeschoolers win the spelling bees. Oh yes. At, at all these oh, national yes. competitions. Oh yes. Homeschoolers are leagues ahead of their public school peers. By the way, when I went to public school, I would come home every afternoon and I would turn on the TV and watch Batman and Robin. I mean, that was kind of, I was, public schoolers consume television, whereas private school, homeschoolers don't watch that much TV. Is that a parental choice? Yeah, I think it is, but parents are more interested in the, the, the books, and then they convey that to their kids, and they read out loud. Reading out loud is huge, very important. It's been very important in our family. We've read so many books out loud, and uh, that way we get everybody into the room at the same time. We're able to think about these things and enjoy these cultural experiences together. So much more important uh, than the, the kind of, of world in which the youth, more and more, have you seen this, they have their iPods and their, their little earbuds, Right. And they're out in their own little world, their existentialistic, self-oriented world in which they are losing any sense of relationship. They're losing sense of community. And their culture is becoming you know, more and more attached to whatever Hollywood and Nashville is giving them versus the Word of God and, and that, their parents. That brings up the contrast between the varying worldviews that yes. kids come out of school with. Yes. If they come out of a Christian homeschool environment, they're gonna look at the world a certain way. If they come out of a public school television environment, they're gonna look at the world maybe the way that the Hollywood uh, stereotype would have children view the world. Biblical versus immoral, mm -hmm. uh, and heaven forbid that public school teachers would be promoting any kind of anti-Christian agenda, but we see that a lot in the news. More and more. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, homeschoolers come out with a biblical worldview. What is this idea of worldview? Well, worldview basically asks the, que the basic questions. What am I? Who is God? Does God exist? What is right and wrong? Those are the basic questions asked by uh, the worldview questions. And every, every culture, every music and, 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 and TV production 
uh, has some kind of worldview that underlies it. Every textbook has a worldview assumed underneath all of what's being taught in the science class, in the history class. So we just ask the question, what is the worldview assumed? Now, a lot of times we don't understand it. We don't see it immediately, but it's there. And so what you got to do is walk into the school and ask people, do you teach a worldview that assumes God's existence or assumes that God doesn't exist? What, when you teach your biology, what are you assuming concerning man? Is man a piece of cosmic dust that's evolved out of lesser forms of cosmic dust in a world of pure chance? And uh, there's no real purpose, no meaning for life. Is that the worldview you teach? Or is the worldview you teach that we are created by God in the image of God to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever? Which worldview do you teach? Now, sometimes they're not honest with you and they say, we don't teach any worldview here. Everybody teaches a worldview. Right. It's just which worldview do you teach? So there's no neutrality in education. We're just simply asking the question, what worldview are you teaching your children through their culture or through their educational programs? And if you, a typical high, eighth grade public school student will go walk into a natural science class, open up the textbook, and the first chapter will be all about how we evolved from apes. Mm -hmm. And that's demonstrating the worldview sure. of that science textbook. Sure. Now, but what is a comparable book that you would teach to an eighth grader at home? Well, at home, you might use Apologia textbooks or textbooks produced by Bob Jones University Press or Abeka. There are many, many Christian forms of textbooks that have developed out of the 1970s and 1980s since the Creation Research Institute and Answers in Genesis and other organizations have, have, have encouraged more of a creation-based as form of science in which we want to glorify God. We want to acknowledge God. You know, it's unpopular to acknowledge God in the Supreme Court of Alabama, or it's unpopular, it's wrong to acknowledge God in public schools today. But you know what? The beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. If you don't fear God, if you don't acknowledge right. God, you have not even begun to acknowledge true wisdom or teach true wisdom in those school classrooms. So a child that would graduate from that kind of curricula would come out with a Christian worldview that God is the creator, that we should honor him in everything that Amen. we observe in creation. Amen. That's the comparison of worldview. When we come back from this short break, Kevin Swanson will talk about more reasons that homeschooling makes your kids more successful. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. By now you're enjoying our daily news program, PIJN News. And where else are you gonna see a TV news anchor stop and pray with his audience after every story? We are unique and we're changing the world in three ways. Number one, we're bringing you daily news from a Christian perspective, news making interviews. Number two, we are mobilizing thousands of people to pray to God to join us and change world history as it unfolds. And number three, we are sending thousands of petitions to Congress. I know you want to partner with us, and we have a new method to do that. It's by donating your loose change on a daily basis. Well, if you're like me, most people actually don't carry many coins in their pocket because we're an electronic society. We're donating uh, through credit cards or debit cards. We're making daily purchases, and we don't have coins. So how can you donate your loose change? Well, we have an easy system where we've partnered with His Kingdom Funding for a secure automatic donation to round up every purchase that you make to the nearest dollar. Well, what do I mean by that? 
Let's say you go and you buy a cup of coffee and, and a, a bagel and the, the purchase is $5.75. And you swipe your credit card. Well, because you've signed up your card with our system, it'll be rounded up to $6 and that 25 cent difference will be donated to our ministry automatically. And you don't even have to think about it. You're rounding up to the next dollar, you're donating your spare change to us on a, on a regular basis, and you're changing the world with PIJN News. Just visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and click on the Loose Change icon. It'll take you through an automatic sign-up process, and at the end of the year, you will get a tax-deductible receipt of your giving for the entire year. So help us change the world today. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and partner with us to change the world. God bless you in Jesus' name. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. Kevin Swanson is teaching us about homeschooling. Kevin, there's been a movement across America in public schools to begin promoting just crazy nonsense leftist anti-Christian education, if you can call it education. Uh, for example, they have these gay straight alliance clubs that they're inviting children to join. I just read in Washington state for five-year-olds, they're starting a Satan lovers club. Mm -hmm. No kidding. I mean, somebody's like doing this as a joke, but they wanna teach a five-year-old that Satan is good, so they have an after-school club instead of a Bible club. And in California, homosexual education is now mandated, mm -hmm. and parents cannot even opt out. If their kids go to public school, the parent doesn't get a warning of when the Harvey Milk Day is gonna be. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the kids are forced with this crazy leftist agenda. Is homeschooling the answer to that? Well, I believe it is. I think it's more and more the answer. And I think parents who love their children, want to protect their children, are going to more and more check out home education as a viable option. You know, we're in an era in which it's dangerous to send your kids to many, many public schools. Even the conservative K through six schools in Douglas County or El Paso County out here in Colorado, I've been in these schools and there are signs promoting the GLSEN organizations uh, in the K-6 schools. They promote uh, homosexuality with the, the little five and six and seven year olds. Jesus said in Matthew 18, six, he's dead serious. When he says you offend one of these little ones who believes in me, it would be better for you that a millstone be hanged around your neck and you be drowned at the bottom of the sea. That's Jesus speaking. Parents and I think Christian pastors need to take that seriously. I mean really seriously. Yeah. Right now, it's becoming increasingly dangerous to put your children into the hands of others who will disciple your children down the wrong pathway. Does that make sense? It does. So the comparison between worldviews is that Homeschool educating, from a Christian perspective, begins with the idea that God exists and will hold us yes. accountable for, for sin. That's right. Uh, but the public school worldview begins from a perspective that God doesn't exist, we're floating space dust, we've evolved from apes, and there is no biblical accountability for our moral choices, there is no sin. Well, the great thing is that parents have the freedom to choose the right worldview in a homeschool environment. And you've written a book uh, about this, what does the Bible say about that? A biblical worldview curriculum for children. You've written a curriculum. Yes. On worldview. It's a very simple worldview curriculum for 
eight, nine, ten year olds, and uh, and it's a friendly workbook. And it I is. Mean, it's, it's got cartoons, four, fourteen and point font, fill lot, in the blanks, of, and yes, crossword puzzles. Right. And, and it, it introduces the basics about life, about God. It it talks about the sovereignty of God over all things. God is the creator. Uh, something about what we call metaphysics or reality. It introduces them to ethics. It talks about God's law versus man's law, and then breaks down the three spheres of government, family, church, and state, and uh, talks a little bit about anthropology and sociology. These things are introduced in very, very simple ways to children. Now, you're not going to get this curriculum in the public schools, chaps. No. They will not buy this from me. But even if your kids go to public school, this can be a resource oh, yes. for you oh, to yes. use at home. Oh, sure. And teach sure. your kids what they're not learning at public oh, school. Oh, yes. And I would recommend it for that. And it's, your website is? It's generations.org. That's generations. Org. And you can find this and many resources there. Talk for a minute, get us through these uh, worldview slides. Well, you know, the, 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 the wrong worldview teaches that God doesn't exist and that God is not the source of ethics, that is God has not defined for us what is right and wrong. A biblical perspective says, no, no, God has created us and God has created us for his glory and God has, has, has given us a, a standards of right and wrong. Of course, we've broken his law, but thankfully he sent his savior, that is Jesus Christ, the son of God, to save us from our sins. See, that's a biblical worldview. And uh, picking the wrong worldview and teaching your children the wrong worldview can be fatal. The Bible says the wise men built his house upon the rock, and Jesus said, those are my words. Those who hear my words and do my words are the wise men that built his house upon the rock. And, and eventually, when the rains come, that house will stand firm. But the foolish man builds his house upon the sand. And I think that's what's happening, chaps, to our society today. You build your academics on a, a foundation that is not the words of Jesus, that doesn't assume God, that doesn't assume the commandments of God and the Sermon on the Mount. You build an education like we've done across America, you're going to have a society where 57% of millennial kids are born outside of wedlock, half of marriages end in divorce, and 95% of Americans confess to premarital sex on their wedding day. You're going to find a society that's falling apart at the seams, socioeconomic systems that are crumbling around us, academics that are breaking down big time. You're going to see everything come down. Why? Because you built your house upon on the sand and one day the storms will come one day the socioeconomic storms will come and and when they come great will be the fall of that nation great will be fall, the fall of that empire i pray that god will salvage a remnant yeah a remnant that will hopefully build their house upon the rock that is the words of jesus as they educate their kids you say that you pray and this is the pray in jesus name news show so we like to pray i wonder if you would lead our audience in prayer about these ideas let's pray father in heaven Oh God, we pray that you would send your spirit upon every person listening to this program, especially the parents, Father, that are making decisions concerning the education of their children. Father, they will build their lives, build their children, build the education of their children upon the rock, and that is the words of Jesus. Oh God, we pray that you would set uh, a, a strong spiritual uh, armory uh, against the, the wicked one who may be trying to erode a biblical way of thinking about these things. And Father, we pray that you would help us to equip us to, to be strong and spiritually strong in engaging this warfare Amen. in the area of education in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so that was part two. Tomorrow we're going to have part three with Kevin Swanson. We'll get into the social reasons that children are better off having been homeschooled. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit or call our prayer line. If you, visit, if you call us at 866-Obey-God, if you need prayer, we'll see you tomorrow.
today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.